Going live. Three, two, one. It's Friday. It's Friday. Welcome to episode 7 of Friday Night Takes this week. Uh, Myself, myself, Davis, Tim, Craig, and Kyle on this week. Um, To start us off, it is, right now is June 8th, recording on Thursday. Episode's going to be released on June 9th, so it is the month of June. Um, So I think Craig has an argument about just this month in general. I don't know. What do you got? Yeah, well, you know, I had a bit of a long day, you know. Um, had to go to, into work about you know half an hour early, and I'm really not a morning person. So um, you would think I'd be in not the greatest mood, but I am. And you want to know why? Because why? it's June. <laughs> it's June, the best month of this year. This year, I'm not saying every year. It could be. It, there could be arguments for that. But see, I'm not. I'm not a guy. I'm not a guy who likes to rank things. I don't like going. Top five greatest ever, or uh, top five place to eat in town, because the differences are so small that it's like, what are we even talking about here? But for this year, there's no doubt that June is the best month of the year. Not only sports, but I would say overall. So first of all, I say the word June. What do you think of? Summer. Yes. NBA Weather. Finals. Weather. Barbecue. NBA, NBA Finals. Yes. Lots of bikini. Yeah, bikini. Okay, so beach. weather. Beach. Okay, the first point is weather, which comes with all of that. Beaches, girls in bikinis, just everything that comes with that, all right? Um, Some guy talk. Yeah. And then <laughs> along with that, you know, you got your, well, my Harbor Concerts. Oh, my uh, God. No. Stop. Stop. Stop right there. No. Such a, such a great Just stop. Uh, no. Stop. Just a nice, uh, relaxing. No, if you're making the argument, harbors are gonna all be awful this year. I'm saying, I'm just saying, it's part of it for me. Uh, Marlon's band in the house. Um, Live, live reaction to (laughs) to watching the Yankees game. Um. Anyway, so moving on here for sports. In terms of sports, this is the best month because we have the NHL expansion draft. We have the NHL entry draft and we have the NBA entry draft not to mention the conclusion of both playoff series which I mean one isn't going to be very exciting obviously we know Golden State is going to finish that out but um, the Pittsburgh um, Nashville series should be worth the watch definitely Um, so getting into that a little bit I mean with this, with this expansion draft and this expansion team in Las Vegas, some have said, like Pierre LeBron has said, that he thinks this will be the most active NHL offseason in history ever, which, I mean, just think about that, like the prospect of that. And, um, I mean, so basically why he says this is because Vegas is – going to be able to do so many more things than just um, take players 
off the t off of teams in the expansion draft, they can make all these side deals and uh, trades and agreements that are just gonna send different players from different teams everywhere across the league. I mean, I feel like pretty much every team, obviously, they're gonna look somewhat different, but there's gonna be some big shakeups. I feel like. Um, which is obviously great, especially for us as Sabres fans. I mean, there's endless possibilities of what, what could happen to our team and how much better even we could get. So you're saying June is the best month just of this sports year or of all, like, this, just, just like, of sports this year? year. 2017. Just, just yeah, 2017. June is the best month easily. Of the month. 2017 sports calendar? Yes. Even though we haven't gotten to the other months yet. This you're, is just well, predicting, you're just I mean, predicting okay, that it's going to be, be better. What's going to be better? Yeah, I, no, all right, I'm I mean, say October... October why? Baseball playoffs, NBA season starts, NHL season starts. No. Nope. See, think about no, it. No, the real answer to this question is April. Okay, you guys? No. We got the Masters, the best golf tournament of finished. the golf. I'm the... not finished with my point here, okay? Alex, Xander, Alexander. You, you had to say his name twice. <clears throat> yes, I did. U.S. Open okay. in June, I'll okay. give you that. Yes, we got, okay, we got Tim's Golf, U.S. Open, but also we have the NBA Draft, Alex, with your Celtics having the number one pick, will they trade it? Will they take... Uh, if they trade it, I'm going to be extremely upset. But that's a different well, story for a different okay. day. Different okay. conversation sure. for a different day. Sure. <clears throat> I mean, I mean, just the prospects in that draft alone... There's... I'm saying, I'm still saying April's better. You got you got no. the Masters. No, it was a no. great Masters I'm also this not year. done... Alexa. Alright, I'm, I'm just gonna I'm just yes, I'm just I'm waiting going, in the I'm wings. Going, I'm, I'm just waiting in the wings it. to roast you right now. Okay, so June right now in the off season. So you already talked about hockey, you already talked yes. about the NBA draft. Yes. And I'm saying right now at this point of the year is when there's the most the most excitement, the most anticipation. When you draft players, there's that instant like, Oh my gosh, I wanna see this guy on the court right now or on the on the ice right now. Like I have to <laughs> see it. So all of that excitement <laughs> is building up and plus in June I mean okay we're talking about best month talk about best week the expansion draft the NBA draft and the NHL draft all the same week all while I'm on vacation by the way which is just gonna be amazing and then um so humble brag that he's going on vacation well yeah so I he's mean rich. I'm just saying so all that excitement is gonna be built up and then once you're when the season starts you know the first game is like yeah like we're back and after that you're like alright just another season here. Here we go. We're starting again. That's why I think June is better than October and even even April. Sure. Okay. So, I'm so I mean, the stance on April is that you have the Masters, which was fantastic this year. Sure. You have the end of March Madness, NCAA mm -hmm. National Championship, which is one of the most watched television events of the year when, and was great this year. Um, you have opening day of the baseball season, so the, all the hope and everything that goes into that that you talked about. Uh, about the draft, it's the same kind of hope for baseball opening day. You have the NBA and NHL playoffs starting, which is just every single night, two or three games of great sports, and you're extremely excited the same way about ho hope that your team can make it into you know make a Cinderella run or make it as far as people think they are. So both, so you have NBA and NHL playoffs action every night. You have the NHL draft, which is the same kind of t kind of excitement. So April no. just overtakes June in every single NHL, category. NHL draft is not. And NFL draft, I said. That's in May, buddy. But that's fine. It was in April this year. It was in April. April. That's what I said anyway. But um. Right. Right. <laughs> okay, guys. No, it was not. So, no, it was in May. Cause we were out of school by the time. It guys, was in May. I'm pretty sure the NFL. Okay, so the NFL. NFL draft, NBA, and NHL playoffs. 
Opening day of the baseball season, NCAA right. na- basketball national championship, so, and the Masters. This is why I'm saying open opening days and like the first round. My will- Tar Heels winning the, the championship. Just so okay. Well, opening days are like I just discounted. It's one day that you're excited for. It's just that's it. And then like the first month of the season, like you're excited for opening day, and then you're just back into the swing of things of another season. But still, it's opening day, so baseball yeah, is back. So one, all four, all four major pro sports. One day, but that's one day. Also, with the playoffs, who cares about the first round? It's the who cares about the first it's the, round? It's the worst matchups. It's generally the worst matchups. So you probably have like the five four seeds. There's games every night that you're excited for. Uh, when the playoffs matchups no, comes out, you're telling me you're not excited. It's for pretty them? tough to get excited for Warriors and whoever the hell they play in the to see first the Warriors round. in the playoffs. Yeah, that's exciting. Uh, not great until they uh, until they finally get to the. And the other thing about the playoffs finals. is you never know what's going to happen. You never know if there's an upset, uh, if there's going to be an upset or not. You know the, the Warriors are going to sweep whoever the eight, sorry eight seed is. The, the, my, sorry, my eight, the sorry eight yeah. seed, your Blazers. Yes. Just putting yeah. your Blazers they, on blast. Yeah, they have zero okay, chance. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Really good fan. Oh, really right. good. Sorry, forgot. All right, mo- moving on. I live in fancy land. I'm like talking about Aaron Judge and honestly just baseball in general. So last week or a couple days ago, all-Star Game voting update two came out for the American League, and look who's at the top is Aaron Judge. Now I know it's a little skewed because All Mike All right. because Mike Trout is injured, so that's probably one of the reasons why he's there. But it it says about his star power that he, as a rookie, nope. is leading the American League in All-Star vote getting. Isn't that just saying Over. that he's the biggest story, not the best player? He's just the biggest story, so people want to see him in the All-Star But game. you can say that, but he's backing it up with numbers. He's hitting 320. He has leading in majors and uh, home runs, 41 RBIs. He's, it's like, I understand you're saying that, but he's backing it up yeah, with numbers. It's not okay. just a name. And He's killing it, man. You, right, it's up to you guys. You think if he keeps this up. Is- coming it. Yeah. He's, he's on track. The Yankees got to have some Think success. About it. Think about it. He's, are, the Yankees got to go to the. They have to. Is, would he's be the most boring. such a big story if he was not on the Angels. Yeah, that's you gotta right. tell me that's not. But he's true. he's the best he's player right. in baseball. If, if Mike he's Trout hidden. was in the Yankees, yeah, he would be huge. But he's but not. He's, that's yeah. why I'm saying Aaron Judge. Is, yeah, you're right. People talk about Aaron Judge way more than they're gonna Marcus talk about. But that's but that's definitely that's not. It might not be warranted. Mike Trout should be talked about more. I would. say. Yeah, but he's not. That's what I'm saying. Mike Trout. I never said Mike Trout should get his own segment, man. He's, you know, he's, he's so should. Mike Trout is 100% the best player in baseball. Oh, yes, he, he is. He just, he's in L.A. No one cares about the Angels. Who cares about the Angels? Yeah, Aaron Judge, that's what I'm saying. Aaron Judge is a better story right now than Mike Trout. That sucks for Trout. Who else but, is, who else, so let me ask you this question. Who else is in the top five of All-Star voting? Do you know? You know um, good research, Tim. Way to prepare for this. Um, that's a right. stupid question. Uh, Who cares? I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking. Yeah. Who cares? All right. That? So Mike Trout was second. Well, the bottom. I know that the bottom line is that he's is Mike Trout going to play in the All Star game? I don't think so. Um. Uh, mm. The bottom line is that he's above established veteran players that have been the All Star game many times. He's, Obviously, it helps that he's in New York, probably the biggest market in the world. Yeah. But yes or no? He's backing it up. Was well, Aaron Judge up. supposed to be this good? No. No. Coming in, he was. Coming to spring training, he was battling for a uh, starting position with Aaron Hicks. But wow. people did know that he was going to hit home runs. They, I don't think anybody could have said he was going to hit this many right away. What's his? What do you see as Aaron Judge's weakness as a possible way for him to kind of tail off? The only probably uh, the strike zone. So I, I don't know the stats right now, but he his strikeouts have been down. He's, he's seeing a lot more pitches. It's just you can tell 
where a 3-2 slider off the plate, he's not swinging at, but last year he would be. But if he could like, start swinging at that slider, it's not going to be good. So right. I, I'll tell you the the leading vote people are. Leading vote people are Aaron Judge, then Mike Trout. Those are the only two in the American League over a million. Okay. Um, as it is early, 6th. by the way. It is early. As of June 6th. Um, and then it, ta- it tapers off real good. Let's see. <clears throat> then it goes Jose Altuve. Yeah. And Francisco Lindor. I mean, the other the other pretty incredible thing about Aaron Judge is he can like make plays in the outfield too. He's not That's li- true. He's not a liability on defense. He's six seven two eighty. He's got at least three or four like web gems already. Yeah, but he still can really cover some ground and even lay out and. Catch yeah, he's a, like tying for fourth with stolen bases too, like on the team. Well, even yeah. to be he's to be leading Mike Trout. Is impressive in, in the Like I said, it's because it could be because he's hurt, but still, it's I think it's a big deal. It's definitely. I mean, yeah, it's got to be. This is <clears throat> how like. Do you think that this is um, obviously not big for the Yankees franchise because of how successful they've been over the years? But like, do you think that he can be a stalwart in left field and right field, left field, right field, right field for the Yankees for the next 10, 15 years? He keeps us up, absolutely. Yeah, I think so. I mean... Do you, are you all worried about him doing, like, ending up like Matt Kemp? Like, I feel like Matt Kemp was ex- very, very good. The Dodgers were doing well, and there was no weakness to his game, and then he just tailed off, and now we don't hear well, from him. Well, you can never predict somebody tailing off. Like, I mean, like, I'm pretty sure, I'm almost positive I'm looking this up before I say it, but... Well, I mean, you when somebody looks so prominent... Well, Matt Kemp isn't an all-star player anymore. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's also, yeah, he's also at least... Had ten years in the league, right? I mean, um, you can't, you can't. If somebody's looking so good, like Aaron Judge's, you, I mean, you're bold to come out and say, "Oh, he's he's gonna be nothing." And he's really years. young. He's really young. I mean, he's he's only tw- he's actually 25, so I mean, not really young, but so he only has seven years. It's hard time. to tell how he's gonna be, but right now he's doing really well. He has, he's 25. So that might be, so that might be the oh, that might that might be his no. biggest weakness is Maybe. he only has five to seven years no, in his prime dude, before he starts that's getting old. So wrong. Do you understand? Look like that catch right there. Do you understand? Um, Good radio. Baseball. Like, do you understand baseball players and their prime, their age? You see, Albert Pujols. He's still hitting what 20, 20 to thirty home runs a year, and he's thirty what seven, thirty six. Like, he's up there. Um, like a lot. I'm of talking people, about being in his prime, being a dynamic player in the field and at the plate as he is right now. Being a top three, five well, if player he, If in he could do it now at, yeah. in his rookie year, what says he can't do it? For the next five to seven years. Seven. But I'm saying yeah. that's a short, relatively short prime for someone that yeah, can be in, okay. like I don't know if I buy a great, whole, great player in the league. I don't think I buy that someone's prime is like you can Just, really define. I mean, yeah, you have a general sense of, I guess, the population's prime, but there are so many players in baseball. It's... I don't think I don't think it'd be it's just time, honestly it's just time to tell like, we'll see to say right. that he's got five to seven good years left I mean so time will tell um, something that we did mention a little earlier that we'll kind of continue with um, so as Craig mentioned the expansion draft is coming up and I think Kyle you have a little bit of news or commentary on what Vegas could do or what they're going to be looking for in June yeah um, so I, I was just uh, listening earlier on the radio to uh, 
little discussion talk on the the Vegas Golden Knights and who they might pick up. Um, and I just wanted to see what you guys thought about who would fit in perfectly with their team. I know they have some questions there, but uh, their owner guaranteed them to make the playoffs by year three. Steak dinner bet. And part I just two. Think, part I think, two. I think that's ridiculous. That's just a ridiculous statement. I don't see them making the playoffs until at least year five or six, and that's push, <laughs> that's pushing it. So uh, what do um, you guys think of that? And, uh, and well, why? I know for me, for him to say that, that they would make the playoffs in three years, I know that's that might be a little ridiculous, but it, it shows that he has a plan at least and that he has a direction for the team. And, um, you know, I guess, I don't know. It gets his fans to... Have they hired their GM and coach yet? Uh, GM, yes. Coach, maybe? I don't think is there, who's there, do we know no, who yeah, their GM their is? Their coach is uh, yes. the old Florida coach. Is their GM George coach? McPhee. He's, uh, his GM's uh, George, George, George McPhee. Gerard uh, Gallant. Oh, yeah, Gerard, Gerard Gallant, yeah. He was the Panthers coach last year. Yes. I just um, oh, okay, sorry. Nice. Um, Way to pay attention. Great. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, no, they're gonna. I mean, think about some of the think about the teams in the playoffs this year. I mean, and how deep some of these teams are. They're obviously you can't protect everybody, and they're if they're smart, they'd get some. They would definitely pick up the the prime some of the prime talent that these teams leave available, like um, like in Nashville and a Pittsburgh, even Chicago like in Chicago. Anaheim. I mean, uh, and obviously they they have a they have a cap like every team, so they can't just take every great player from every team, but. Um, they can also take a team's. They can also take prospects, um, and they're going to be making trades for drafts for draft picks, right? So I mean, well, the thing, I, um, the thing I, I was listening to earlier was um, how teams can get stuck in the bottom for so long, just with mediocre mediocrity. But yeah, but you can say that. But Toronto, look at Toronto. Yeah, look at how long it took them to get there. Like Edmonton, you know how long they were at the bottom before they got out? It's because they were just ruining players left and right. Well, that's because they wanted to to rebuild and rebuild. It takes a long time to rebuild. Like, people don't understand how long it takes the NHL to rebuild. Edmonton was definitely. Like, I don't even. I don't know if anybody knows what, what was going on in Edmonton, why they just couldn't. Like they were tanking every year, and they—I don't know—that they must have just got some horrible luck because they did pick good players, but they just couldn't put it together. Um, well, I think their base criticism is they never picked a defenseman, but um, yeah, true. With the Leafs, they—I mean—they kind of just said, "Okay, we're gonna tank and we're gonna get Austin Matthews," and they got him, and they really turned theirs around. So I mean, it can happen. And there's so much parity in NHL right now that year three they could. Honestly, be fine, then you could be in the playoffs, I think. I think that it helps that, different than MLB playoffs and NFL playoffs, uh, hockey and basketball, it, it's easier to make the playoffs than the other pro sports. So, like, you know, an eight, team, an eight seed, um, you know, like eight teams per conference for the playoffs, I think it's attainable to make the playoffs than other than other sports. Um, so who are, the, who are, like, the biggest names that Vegas could possibly could get like I'm thinking of teams like the Blackhawks like we mentioned earlier Blackhawks Penguins Predators Anaheim that are that have really good depth that they can't possibly afford to protect all of their good players um well a guy like I mean all I've thought about the expansion draft is how it's going to work with the Sabres and how our roster is going to be picked apart so like 
we're hoping Bogosian gets taken. Um, our you know, maybe, not going to get picked apart. Right, exactly. Have that many good players. Like, I, I think our Osher will come out fine, but I, I'm, I was, I've always just thought of it as what's going to happen with the Sabres with the expansion draft. I've never really thought of, like, what other teams are going to have to give up or what Vegas is going to look for from other teams. This is going to, in my opinion, it will help the Sabres, if anything. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's, yeah. it's not going to hurt us. Like, we have no one. We can protect all our players that matter. Yeah, in my opinion. Right. No, I agree. I'm saying for other. What What do we think Vegas is going to look for from other teams? What are some names that Vegas is going to try to get? A lot a guy, of guys. No, like a guy like Ricardo Cal from Anaheim is going to be, is probably going to be available, and he he led their team in scoring in the playoffs, I believe. Um, so definitely, I mean, there's going to be some talent there. Um, uh, Nashville is not like one way or the other is not going to be able to keep all of their great defensemen. So um, it's inevitable that they're going to lose one of them. Same for Anaheim. They're another team who have like four, at least four. Yeah, think about contracts too. Though. Solid defensemen. No, yeah, I mean, and not all of them are like have the superstar contracts. Like guys like um, at home and um, Ryan Ellis even. Um, he's been talk- talked about a lot in terms in terms of being traded or taken, um, but though I think they'll definitely be able to. I mean, obviously they'll be able to feel. They'll get the draft pick, the first round draft pick they have this year. Yeah, they have that. They can you explain the. Can you explain the strategy behind like the wheeling and dealing of protecting players or not protecting players? There's, like, there's rules, so like if you. Well, have, I understand that, but like, yeah, what they're gonna try to wheel and deal them into, like people or teams will say, like if you take this player for us, yeah, we'll give you a pick for it, well, that mo- kind of thing. Yeah, most teams aren't gonna want to lose their player for nothing, so what they can do is, um, also if they want to, if they really, really want Vegas to take a bad salary off their team, right, they can give Vegas a draft pick for that, for that player. Well, actually, Vegas gets. The player and the draft pick, right? Um, and obviously, in exchange, you get that salary gone off your team. So right. uh, I feel like a lot of teams would do that. Um, like a team like uh, the LA Kings were just kind of rumored to be uh, looking to get rid of Dustin Brown, who, as we might remember, was that one of their key players in their mm-hmm. in their um, cup mm-hmm. runs. But now he's on a horrible contract, and LA really needs room and needs to upgrade from him in a bad way. So they were rumored to be giving him and their second-round pick to L.A. or to Vegas. Right. Um, stuff like A lot of stuff like that could happen. In order for them to do that. Um, yeah. All right, so expansion draft is definitely going to be interesting. Um, another thing that's happening in June is the NBA Finals, um, something that was, that was kind of not really controversial but just really interesting um, that was said – during game two, or the end of game two, and the Warriors were obviously handling it before they went to commercial, Jeff Van Gundy said um, KD and Steph Curry was, quote, one of the best du- duos to play together, maybe ever, end quote. Um, and then he backed it up by saying, yeah, I said that, maybe ever. So, obviously, the days following that, two days before, in between games, people ripped it apart um, and said that's ludicrous. Um, so I'm just wondering what your guys' take would be. Um so some of the duos that you know you might you might pick from um, would be you know Shaq and Kobe, um, Michael and Scotty, Larry Bird, Kevin McHale, um, Kareem and Magic, 
um, okay. Dwayne Wade and LeBron, etc. The line goes on, line goes on through history. So I, I personally don't. Th- I think that KD and Steph, if they win, you know, two more titles, they can be up there. Me personally, I think that Kareem and Magic is easily the best duo to ever play in in, uh, in the league. And two close, not and relatively close behind them is Kobe and Shaq. Um, I just don't. I, what, what do you guys think? You took you took my pick. I was gonna go Magic and Kareem. Guy has has leading scorer of all time, Kareem and Magic. Probably, if not, probably is, I'm gonna say he is the best point guard of all time. So I would say that. Craig hates hates ranking things, so he's not gonna give an answer. Kyle. Yeah, that's not me. This isn't. This is not for me. Here. Um, Craig just hates thinking about sports in a. I'm saying for the sake of argument. Wide ranging thought process. <laughs> Sake of argument, how do you not say Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen? Just because I think that six championships, say it all. I think well, I think Mike, I think Michael's the greatest of all time, but that's a different argument for a different day. What together as a together as a duo, I think Magic, what? Magic and Kareem. But that's not my pick. Okay. <laughs> so if we let so, me finish. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I I I agree with Jeff Van Gundy in, in my opinion. Wow. I also think that. Um, would Magic say earlier this week that uh, they would sweep the Warriors? The Warriors. I think yeah. Magic needs to go uh, bite those words because that's ludicrous. So you really think this Warriors team is? I don't think they would. They, they might beat them, but it'd probably be I a totally seven-game series or a I totally agree with that. At the, the least. There's, Cr- there's no way you sweep a team that that's gonna sweep the Cavs, who have the greatest, second greatest player, excuse me, to ever play the game. No it's way. not a bad point. So you think so you think Michael and Scotty, or you think KD and Steph? Um, I I th- I think Kareem, but you guys already took it. Kareem That's fine. You can disagree. But, I think so too. But I I definitely agree that Steph and KD are up there, man. I think Shaq. I don't think Shaq and Kobe get enough love either. Like there was games. I'm just not a Kobe fan, so. Well, yeah, there was there was games where Shaq scored forty was put up forty and twenty, and Kobe put up thirty and fifteen. So it's like they just completely dominated the game themselves and were just dominant forces. This is why I don't like ranking things is because everything is just so close. It's like everybody had amazing things. Like they all had amazing seasons, everything. Everybody had legendary careers. I just it's they're all it's all just too close to say one's better than the other for me. That's that's my take. But all right, something we something we don't have to rank, but can just kind of talk about is this year's NBA Finals. Um, Warriors last night won Game Three in dramatic fashion um, with KD coming through in the fourth quarter um, and beating the Cavs to go up 3-0 in the series. It's looking kind of dull for the Cavs, um, obviously. Kind of. Kind of dull. It's over. Kind of it's dull. Over. Okay. It's over. Thank you. It's over. Thank you. So the Warriors, Warriors are going to win Game Four. Before. Warriors Stop are going to win Game Four. But um, just some <laughs> thoughts. Just some thoughts from the finals. I'll let you guys go first and kind of just work off that. I it's it's just so hard because I I'm a Kevin Love guy, so I'm gonna root for the Cavs. Literally, I think that was probably the Cavs' best game they ever played. In like this Ever. this series, well, yeah, oh, in this series, it was the best they played. Yeah. LeBron had a 39, 11, and nine, and then Kyrie had 30, 38, 38, and they still lost. The most impressive stat I saw, yeah, was LeBron played forty six minutes, and he the his uh, like Cavs were plus seven, and then those two minutes, uh, one hundred and twenty seconds that he sat, Golden State was plus twelve, and they lost by five. So LeBron, the the Cavs were minus twelve. In the two minutes that LeBron sat, 
I just, I just can't believe that a 30-whatever-year-old is playing 46 minutes in an NBA basketball game these days. Just, that's, LeBron's a robot. That just says that LeBron is well, just yeah. one of the... Best he can't, athlete he's, ever. He, right, he's second best basketball player ever. Right, just yeah, one of the best specimens. Af- athletes. Yeah, just Athlete. one of the best specimen yeah. athletes that we've ever seen. He, he was bred for, for athletic. Well, it's the way he takes care of his body, too. That's the way he takes care of his body. Yeah. Well, I mean, if I had LeBron's money, I would also That's hire myself a personal trainer, a chef, and a nutritionist, and every my own. Well, he also personal. does it himself. He goes on vacation well, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's it, and then he just trains. But for the rest you of don't them. think like somebody plans all the shit out oh, for him? I mean, come on, Craig's got a great point. But dude, listen, I'm, not take, I'm, not take, too. I'm not taking that away from him, but like it's okay. it's easy. The way he takes it's care easy, of his body, it's easy for him. Is, to, he to couldn't do this if he played in the league twenty to thirty years ago. Absolutely not. Absolutely no, not. no, absolutely not. The league's completely different. Basketball is completely different. Sports, yeah, sports in general, way people. And he sits a world lot. Is does sit a lot. <laughs> the whole wow. world is different, yeah. Wow. Uh, you think? Tim. So one thing I do want to ask you guys, people are, you know, LeBron was asked the question today, do you think it's unfair that KD joined the Warriors? And he answered in a way that I agree with a lot. You know, is it unfair that Deion Sanders went to the Cowboys? No. Is it unfair that the 90s Yankees got better and better even though they had great players already? No. Was it in the complete and total fair rules of the NBA and free agency, yes. So it's not unfair, but people are trying to trash the NBA and saying the Golden State Warriors being this good is awful for the sport. So I, I personally disagree with that point, but I'll let, I want to hear what you guys say. I mean, it was literally the perfect storm for the Warriors. Like, they caught KD coming out of free agency, like, what, the year, the season before, Steph needs a new contract. Like, they had the space, they had the money. Because now, of the TV deal. Well, the, yeah, because the cap the cap bump. But like, what I'm saying is, they didn't have like all of their three their three big star players didn't weren't making too much money for him to be signed at the time, which is just ultimate luck. Um, because for Steph to Steph to not have a max deal at the time he was playing under the cap, like that. Well, he did have a, he had a big deal, but it wasn't a ultra max like he's going to get this. Right, that, yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. They got so lucky for him to be playing that well and not be playing on the max, like the ultra max or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was just the perfect storm for them to be able to say, "Yeah, why would we not do this?" That's because back a couple of years ago, when his ankles were glass yeah. ankles, that that's they were unsure of that, so they didn't pay him the max, and right. he accepted it because he didn't know either. Right, and so they lucked out big time, paid off. So you don't think it's so you do you think it's bad, Kyle? Do you think it's bad for the NBA that the Warriors are this good? I'm not gonna say it's bad for them, but I don't think it's bringing in new fans. Really? I, I mean, you gotta watch. You don't think little Curry's are wear, little kids are wearing Steph Curry jerseys? Oh yeah, but like and root for the Warriors and saying this is you're telling unreal? me you're telling me kids are be like wow I'm gonna watch a finals in which they just got swept. Yay! Oh, I, all right, so I was I was on your like side mm-hmm. with that. But the views came out for this game, and there's over 20 million people watch this game, which is like... This game, but next game's going to be horrible. You're going to tell me people are going to watch game four? It's just... Well, the ratings go down. The ratings will go down, but if, in any pro yeah. sport ever, Close when it's out. game four of a closeout sweep, it's gonna, this, the ratings are going to be low. I don't true. think that's about the NBA. I think that's just about the sweep. But anyways, what, Tim, what were you... What, that's that's the whole point, just, though. The sweep is the whole point. <clears throat> can't take it away from that. That's what I'm saying. I don't think the NBA is going to... It's going to be bad for them, but... It's so hard for like myself and like probably my friends and stuff when I watch this and say, "What's the point of watching? We all know what's gonna happen." But 
Mm-hmm. In I, general, I don't think it's be bad for the NBA. I would. I mean, this is coming from probably the biggest NBA, the biggest NBA apologist of our friends, and that like I always kind of side with the NBA and for the side that people don't really see that like I was on the just appreciate great appreciate greatness and watch one of the greatest teams ever and be able to watch that but I can understand and I can see the other side as a casual NBA fan or even a casual sports fan you're not going to want to tune in if you know it's going to be a 20 point blowout well the thing about this is it's not really this series that bothers me it's the whole playoffs that bother me like Nothing about the playoffs, playoffs before bad. this was enticing. I didn't right. watch. I didn't watch a single playoff game. Well, people were from, saying from start to end. Until as soon this. as KD signed, we th- we, th- we had a good idea of what was going to happen. You, everybody knew from the beginning of the season. You didn't need to play the season. You could just skip to June, and we all knew that the the Cavs were going to play how about, against the Warriors. How about this for your playoff to maybe try and fix your playoff problem? So, um, you didn't like the playoffs because obviously. The, there were sweeps. I mean, I like the playoffs, but okay, casual NBA well, fans like might not like the playoffs. Man, all right, dude. Uh, you didn't like the playoffs because there were sweeps and because there were weird matchups, right? You know, it's like, I mean, is that weird matchups. No, I like the matchups. Like I just, matchups? it was just that they were bad. Series. Do you think you'd be more interested if it if they went to a um, division um, style playoff like in the NHL, like how they just did, where um, it depends on where you finish in your division and in the first round. And mm. even in the first two rounds, you play teams from your division, so it would create more rivalry type matchups, where um, you know things might be more intense in the first round, first two rounds. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, what do you think about that? I mean, I, really I, I, thought, I like the thought of trying to make rivalries. I just don't like the idea of cutting a team if they have a higher, more like they have more points, they can still get cut from the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it, it would, it probably wouldn't happen like that, but it, it definitely is plausible. And I, I just think that takes away from the game. But right. at the same time, I do like it. It's just I'm torn. I don't, I don't know. It's like, a really I can't inter- say I like it or don't. It's like a really it. interesting idea. Um, I don't think there's any chance of it happening because over the past well, two years, yeah. the NBA. No. No, but that's not. I'm. Yeah, I was. It's a great point. I'm just saying. But also, um, theoretically, like the NBA has gone away from divisions the last two years and pretty much. Re- not rewarded winning your division. Um, the other thing about the one eight, the one eight format that I like is that I can think of who my in my head, who, I know who's playing who based on the seating. In this in the NHL playoffs, like for me as a very casual NHL fan looking from the outside in, I didn't really understand the playoff format very well, so I didn't necessarily know the series, and I wasn't more familiar with the NHL. Therefore, I was less likely to watch. Okay. So as a, so that I mean that well, that's on you. Okay. <laughs> I'm got, saying as a, it knowing. couldn't be it would didn't have to be me personally. It could have been anyone that was just vaguely interested in the NHL, but yeah. not but don't really know enough about the playoff format okay. to be interested enough you, to watch. But look, that's that's why I yeah, prefer the one okay. eight format better than the division format. I mean, yeah, okay, just to defend because I'm the NHL apologist guy. Just to defend the NHL, that on every time during the season on their standings page on their app at the bottom. Uh, in the fine print, they are not well. In smaller print, they have the entire playoff format explained, okay, and everything explained there for ready for for fans who want to learn what it's about. But right, right. That's all. That's all I have to say. <clears throat> um. Okay. Last question, Tim. I know you said yesterday it's over. Katie's made the league unfair. This is dumb. Do you still <laughs> believe that today after twenty four hours of? 
digesting the loss. Obviously, you made the NBA unfair. Who's going to beat them? If you have the best player and two All-Stars and can't, it's about probably going to get swept, how is that fair? Tell me how that's fair. Like, I don't know. People are, like, this is what's happened because of the sweep. People are now looking at 2019 when LeBron becomes a free agent and saying, hmm, he has a house in Brentwood, Los Angeles. And uh, his business ventures would do pretty good in Los Angeles. So why wouldn't he, uh, I don't know, go to the Lakers when he becomes a free agent? So, like, those kind of crazy stories are even being thought about now because of how much the Warriors are dominating. Teams are saying, we're going to quit. We're just going to wait it out for five years and tread water for five years until we can actually start building a team that can compete once the Warriors break up. So it's it's sending the NBA kind of into a tailspin, but it's all really interesting at the same time. If you're the Charlotte Hornets general manager, what are you thinking of yourself right now? What? Like no, he's he's got a good he's got a good point. They like, have yeah. one star in Kemba. They have no cap space. Just, they have I'm just minimal. I know. Oh, they yeah. have minimal. They have minimal draft picks as assets. Because they're okay. They're bad. They're bad. They're well, the a bad Celtics. Team. That's the Celtics. Would be the guys, what is any bad? The Celtics team can thinking? compete. The Celtics. If you're the Brooklyn Nets, what do you say? Okay. Like. What's the point of playing basketball for the next five years? I just I have, I have one point I want to say real quick before last I, point before we goes. go on to talk about um, the Stanley Cup. Uh, I just want to say that first of all, actually two points I lied. First of all, yesterday I said that um, Golden State will win in five strictly because I think they're going to want to win at home. I'm just going to say it on air first, just in case it happens. I heard it here first on Friday night. Um, takes. Second, I want to say that the NBA is hurting not just because of the final sweep because. Each team coasted to the finals, and I think if you, mm-hmm. you get competition before the finals, maybe you're banged up when you go into the finals, like the NHL, and it makes it more interesting. That's just my mm-hmm. po- opinion. Go ahead, Greg. I know the um, – um, I was listening to the Low Post, which is Zach Lowe's podcast, who's a writer for ESPN.com, an NBA writer for ESPN.com, and he was saying that, like, he talked to different executives around the league, and – he was saying that like they were not, they're low key not happy that this is a sweep. It it's, it just hurts the oh, NBA. Yeah, um, but anyways, going to the flip side um, of the sports world, talk a little bit about the Stanley Cup. Um, tonight is Game Five between the Predators and the Penguins. Series tied two two. Um, my takeaway would be just the change in play of Pekka Rene from Games One and Two to Game Three and Four. Um, He's come on strong and played like the Vezina Trophy candidate that he is. Um, and I think that's being a di- big difference for the Predators. As well as I just want to say, love the atmosphere in Smashville. Catfish, Tennessee Titans lineman. Big fan of the Catfish. Shotgunning beers before uh, yeah. the game. Love oh, it. You know. Just really cool atmosphere. Can't wait for the Sabres to be back in the playoffs. That's all I, I mean, got. yeah. That's definitely, Nashville is definitely the place that uh, any fan can go to. And those fans aren't the type of fans that are going like, to get in your face chirp your team like I don't think they're going to be the type of fans like that Penguins fans are going to be malicious okay but I just saw a video literally just now uh, Jake Getzel is out having dinner in Nashville and some guy brought over a dead catfish <laughs> <laughs> okay well that's funny that's, that's not just like, a troll that's, yeah, that's, that's not troll. malicious yeah. that's a troll that's troll what I, what my point was like it. my point was like if you if you're like a Sabres fan going to a game in Nashville I feel like you'd be able to have friendly conversations with Nine percent of the Nashville fans in that building. I agree. I may, like, I'm that's maybe just going what down too. Like. So yeah. breaking I could, news. I could have a breaking news investigative report. Of yeah, yeah. We're gonna set him down live from Game Six. Set him down with the mic tonight. See what yeah. we can make of it. Craig, any other um, comments, takeaways well, on the series so far? What's going on? Storylines. I'm not surprised to see to see Nashville tied up because they. I mean, 
if you just looked at the score of the first two games, you would think they got crushed. But, I mean, they outshot them in both games big time. Uh, really outplayed them and just kind of had five minutes of bad hockey in each game. Uh, and that cost them. So, I'm, I'm thinking that Nashville is going to win the next two here. And it's going to be... Wow. They're going to win four straight. Let us know in the game. Game five starts in about 15 minutes while recording. I mean, they look that dangerous. So, Um, Matt Murray, obviously, he's... Rattled. I mean, can we say the same things about Matt Murray that we said? Murray. It's all your fault. It's all your fault. That was one of the coolest things I've seen. Yeah. It was really cool. That brings me back to the Ray Emery days. Yeah. Oh, TBT. We used to rip him apart. Yeah. Um, What do you think the... What do you think the Predators are doing out of the net on the ice that are kind of counterattacking the Penguins' style well, player? Like, what what type of hockey are they playing that's getting getting them this momentum? Honestly, I don't think they're playing differently. It's just yeah. the way Nashville goes is the way Pekka goes, like you said. Like, if he's playing really good, they're going to do good. And mm-hmm. if he's, obviously, the last two games, he kind of, the first two games, he stunk. He literally lost in game one. And then game two, I mean... Some of those goals he had no chance to, but they're also their Nashville's now starting to finish their chances, and and the in each of the first two games Nashville scored no goal, so it's just bad bounce, a couple of bad bounces. They're starting to convert their chances finally. They're still out shooting the Penguins, so not that hasn't changed. They're just converting, and yeah, Pecorino is playing better. Personally, I think Pittsburgh is gonna win tonight. I think Malkin is gonna have a big game. That's my point. What do you look for the Penguins? Like, what do the Penguins need to do to, like, get back to how they're... So you're saying the game ones and two were literally just bad bounces, but, like, what kind of... Philosoph- also, what kind of, um, you know, things are the, can the Penguins do to get on top on game six and then go to Nashville try to win game seven? I, or six. From what wow. I saw, they were just kind of getting trapped in their own zone a lot. Nashville has a has a great system, four-shaking system, and they've just been getting on top of them and really owning the possession. So, I mean... Unless unless Pittsburgh can kind of pick it up and really focus on getting out of their zone and spending a more a lot more time in Nashville's, and I don't think anything's going to change really. So you think the Nashville's still going to dominate the skating, dominate the puck position, yes. puck possession? I don't know. I think Pittsburgh comes out big, in my opinion. I think they're going to win Game Five. Gotcha. Kyle, any thoughts? Um, I just want Nashville to win so I can go down there Saturday or Sunday. So Kyle's Kyle's in it for himself right now. Well, come on. I mean, that's understandable. <laughs> I would be too. I would be too, to be honest with you. I want to throw a catfish so bad. <laughs> would you Would you be willing to stuff a catfish in your pants to get into the arena? There, well, the cheapest ticket is $1,200, so I'm not going to be in the arena. I'm, I'm going just, outside. Just I will go be to sitting the, uh, outside the arena. Just go, just go outside and be in the party in the plaza or whatever and just wave a catfish in the air. and just. If, just, if I'm going down there, I, I will get a catfish, and I will be reporting you know, live. That's got to be a picture. We need some picture. Sold I, I'll, out. I'll video might, record. You might to bring your own catfish. I don't know. Wow. They might get sold out. Can but. you imagine having to, like, fly down with a cat? Like, what do you got in the bag? Oh, it's just a catfish. Oh, all right. Sounds good. I'm driving. That would stink really bad in the car if you brought a catfish. So moving on to our segments, um, we have a surprise immediate segment um, that was demanded of us to do this week. Um, A recurring guest, Pete Davis, is back. Um, Welcome back. Uh, He has has some some things to say, and he's kind of just going to go on a rant here. So first, are you going to talk about America's Cup first, or...? 
Well, thank you. Okay, uh, so for he's gonna just keep. He's gonna keep going. Just keep again tonight. <laughs> uh, thank you very, very much for including me in your uh, Friday night. Dance. Yeah, now, now you force now your way in here. Now it's Thursday night. Okay. Now you force your way in here. So I had uh, three things, maybe four things to uh, rattle around to. All right, so people, people don't want to listen to you talk all the time. So just okay, keep, so keep, keep the pace. I'm, I'm trying to keep the pace up. I'm not going to be talking about. <laughs> Things like, oh, I don't know, Aaron Judge, three, two sliders, but I mean, we'll <laughs> see if we can make this work. <laughs> that was a good point. All right. First and foremost, a highly sophisticated technical sport that this particular group is choosing to ignore is the America's Cup. Ongoing in Which Bermuda, is what sport? And um, it's Sailing. an event that's held every three or four years, and the last time this event was held, it was in San Francisco in 2014. And there was an epic comeback that could not have been duplicated in the likes of sport. It was the greatest. Was, so, in other words, it was the greatest was comeback in the history of sports. From an eight-one deficit, best of nine series to a nine-eight win. Okay, so okay. flash forward. Let's say that one more time. A, they were excuse down. Me. They were down eight races to one. One and team won was down eight. eight races to one, and they won um, eight consecutive races to win the event. Nine America's eight, Cup. Nine America's eight. Cup. Okay, so flash forward to Bermuda, 2017, Monday, June 6th, or 5th or 7th or whatever it was. <laughs> um, sure. Emirates Team New Zealand, a strong favorite in the event, pitch-pulled, capsized. Whoa. Whoa. And, Which uh, means tip, tip over, the tip front of the boat front goes, in, goes right. in the I water. Question. I have a question. Yes. Were they in the Bermuda Triangle? <laughs> Technically, all participants are in the Bermuda Triangle. Wow. So, guys, that's risky. freaky stuff Whoa. going on. Freaky okay. stuff going on. So they had to haul the boat the in and put it in the shed, and over. racing yesterday was postponed because of too high a winds. Uh, they have a set of rules that dictates what wind speed they will sail at. Anyway, they came out today, the, re, the re, um, resuming of the event, and New Zealand beat their British... Uh, competitor to races today to advance to the uh, semi-final playoffs. They'll sail against either Japan or Sweden and um, Emirates Team New Zealand, true to the DNA and their heritage, did not let this capsize stop them. They uh, battled through it overnight, over two nights actually, to fix their boat and wow. out they came and the British team, sponsored by uh, Land Rover and skippered by uh, Sir Ben Ainsley. Sir Ben uh, Ainsley means coming. he's knighted. Drive home safe, no pun intended. Item number two. I've been invited by the Buffalo Bills to attend an open practice next Thursday. Let's follow up on and, the season um, ticket discussion. <laughs> just talk to uh, Coach Sean McDermott, perhaps, and no, that's not going to happen. Excuse me. <laughs> Okay. And my season ticket package. Um, so what act can you, you explain again. actually what happened? So Ricky, your season ticket representative, our guy, Ricky, called you and said, listen, wait, Mr. Wait, Davis. Wait, wait, wait. Is your name Peter Davis? This is his segment. <laughs> right. Let him talk. All right, let's right. let him go. Okay, so let's I've been invited to We're just gonna let him um, cook. the Bills Open Practice, which I will uh, make a Nathan Peterman salute, hail the pit, <laughs> and we'll try to talk to yep. the Bills' fifth-round draft choice, who could possibly be the best quarterback on the roster. False. Keep going. Item number three. Jesus. I've heard that the group Friday Night Takes, now taking on Thursday, 
uh, discuss the LeBron versus Michael Jordan issue, Easy. and also to talk about uh, the effect of dream teams on the NBA. There was only one dream team, guys. Okay, and it was the 1958 to 1969 Boston Celtics who won 11 championships in 12 years. 13 years. That's a dream team. Thank you very much. Now, my other point is to Tim, who talked about going to a Sabres playoff game and throwing a catfish. Well, in Buffalo, Tim, we would throw perch on the ice. Right? <laughs> okay. Yes, is, this what is this what this happened back be, in the day? This would No, no. Buffalo uh, doesn't have, eat, or care for catfish. Perch, walleye, that's what we'd find throwing on the ice. But it's not an issue because the Sabres will not make the playoffs <laughs> in the next three years. So by then, maybe it'll be, oh, I don't know, chicken wings we throw on the ice. That would be actually a pretty good idea. Much. That's a pretty good idea. That's Thank a pretty you good idea. Thank you. All, All right. right. Thanks for coming. <laughs> so quick, quick appearance um, by Peter Davis to just say what's on his mind, just demanded to be on, had to get some words in. Uh, moving on to our next segment, it's a new one, uh, it's called Either Or, so I'm just going to give you guys some scenarios or choices and you let me know what you think. First one, Either Or, either you never have sex again in your life, or you never listen to music again in your life. Alright, um, definitely, I, I, music, I don't really care about music, so. Can yeah. we, can we have. So you're to... choosing music? No, I'm choosing yeah, I'm not gonna listen to music for the rest of my life. Okay. You're choosing sex. Can we clarif- Can we get some clarifications on like the parameters here? Uh, is it just? Is it just sex? Is it just? Never. Like, you can never orgasm ever again. Craig, penetration always wins. Man. Is this too sensitive a topic for I you? Know. No, I just really like. Just music. so you guys know, Craig has never had sex. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know what it's like, so uh, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll give it up. I'll give it up. Whatever music, I'm keeping music. 100%. I think you just hurt your... Okay, alright. I've had enough sex. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Humble brag. Humble brag from Craig. Congrats on the sex, I'm bro. I'm all set. I'm all set. Congrats on the sex, man. He doesn't need any more. Alright, next... We're just getting on to the next all one. Alright, Kyle's... No, I'm just irrelevant. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Yeah, go to the next one. I want to hear it anyway. So that's cool. What would what okay, you... No, I'm, I'm, what would you choose? No, you skipped over me. I don't care anymore. All, All right. right, next. Next. Uh, either personal chef or personal chauffeur. Uh, chef, 100%. Chef. I choose chef, 100%, we're, too. We're getting Uber in less than a month. We get, what is I can drive myself. I don't need, yeah, I don't need I to like drive driving myself. Right. Yeah, yeah, I listen to my chef, music. Chef. chef. Yeah. That's, right. That was easy. That was unanimous. That was, really, right. that was easy. Wait, 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 wait. What would be your go-to meal for my chef? Ooh. Buffalo mac and cheese. Oh, wow. No hesitation. Wow. I need a steak every night. Whoa. What? Every You're getting sick of night. steak, dude. It's a personal chef. It's my personal chef. You can yeah, make you're every steak single night? Every night you're you still have to pay for the groceries. It's healthy. No, I wouldn't. That's the whole thing about having Wait, a personal steak chef. Is healthy? He gets the food and cooks it for you. Uh, I guess right. Protein. Steak's good, but good, yeah. not every, it's not good every night, sport. That's why there's steakhouses, and that's like a special thing to go to a steakhouse. Yeah, if I can hit, but probably, it's steak's so good, why wouldn't I want it? You'd probably die in like multiple times years <laughs> for eating steak every day. Okay, uh, every day is a stretch. I'd have steak like twice or three, twice a week, three times yeah. a week maybe. Um, right. I would definitely have steak once a week, like probably Sunday, Sunday, Sunday dinner. No, Sunday's sure. for Italian food. Come on, everybody knows that. Uh, yeah, dude. Come on, everybody knows that. Yeah. Shout out uh, to Squaws. Okay, Squaws is fake. 
Oh, pizza's the best. Last one. <clears throat> Cut off your dominant foot or your non-dominant hand. Foot. No prosthetics. Foot. It's just gone. Whoa, okay, hang on. Yeah, you get prosthetics. No, no. What that's part of the whole, do? that's part of the deal. That's part of the what deal. What are we living in? No 1920s? Prosthetics. Yeah, what is this? No prosthetics. This you is just, just not, this you is not realistic now. Okay, you get a peg. Leg, anyway. You get a peg. Still leg. Oh, you easy. get a peg? Easy. You get a peg leg? You're yeah, easy. You're gonna hobble for the rest of your life? No sports? Yeah. Insane arm. Fine, I'm fine with that. Hands. I'm taking my nom down and down, nom down on yeah, hand every time. Too. I'm gonna have like a hook. Hand just because I also I I, I, I would just feel helpless. Kyle, I, Kyle. I if done. nobody knows, Kyle plays D1 soccer. He is good at soccer. No, he's probably, trash. Just be like Kyle. You're not allowed to get back trash. to school. There goes your scholarship. Shout out Paul Fool. He's not listening. He's not your guy either. <laughs> Kyle's rattled with that. Kyle's, <laughs> Kyle, Kyle's shocked. I'm not Kyle's shocked with Not saying anything over the radio. Moving on. Oh my god. To our actual, actually, last segment of the day, um, a little transfer talk uh, for the Premier League. Uh, the Premier League season ended. We talked a little, touched on it a little bit a couple episodes ago, but we're going more into transfer rumors um, and what our teams need. So I'm a City fan. Tim's a stupid, dumb, I'm gonna go ch- first. dumbass so, Chelsea fan. I'm going to go first. So, Craig's, Craig's a Liverpool fan. And Kyle's I'm still going to go so, first. Yeah, go um, ahead. All right. Tim demanding the mic. So, go ahead, bro. Earlier today, or I guess they're like set five or seven hours ahead of us. Whatever. Earlier today, Diego Costa basically came out and said, "My coach doesn't want me." So that yeah, good. He stinks anyway. Uh, mm, uh, mm-hmm. So let me talk first of all, and then Diego basically, Costa? so that means Chelsea needs a striker. So a couple people I'm going to target: Lukaku, I think is a favorite. Romo Lukaku. Okay. Uh, Morata from Real Madrid. Those are my top two. And then that's, all you <laughs> that's, all that's all you got. That's all you got. That's all you got. Some other people. Oh, there's, no, there's not that many people available. So, some other uh, players. Griezmann, that, Lacazette. Some other players that have been connected to Chelsea. Leonardo Bonucci from Juventus. Good Alexandro luck. from Juventus. Good luck. And Alexis Sanchez from yeah. Arsenal. He's been connected. He's leaving Can Arsenal. Kyle, any response to that? I'm, I want to go last. so I'll, he's, I'll, okay. he's definitely leaving Arsenal, I think. I don't know. I heard. I actually read earlier he might go to Bayern Munich. That would be disgusting. But I why think, would he ever do that? He's not going to play. He's not going to play. Thanks oh. for paying attention. But no, I, I heard a lot of rumors about Sanchez to Chelsea, going across town to play for the Blues. So Chelsea needs a striker. Any any other positions that you're looking for him to uh, Defense, load up on? Like I said, Sanchez. center back. Well, yeah, Bonucci. So David Luiz, no more. Don't no, well, anyone. I mean, you have people. I mean, like Gary Cahill. I mean, I like him, yeah. but he's expendable. Isn't he gone? Isn't he retiring? That's oh, John no, Terry. That's, yeah, John Terry. Terry. He's yeah. gone. Yep. And then Alexandro would be nice on the wing. Yeah. On the wing, even well, though he plays left, outside back. Left wing back. Yeah. Sure. Wing. Three four three man. Come on, use your head. <clears throat> You're right. So yeah, that's me. Right. Well, when you say on the wing, I thought like left wing, right wing. Craig. Nah, Craig's next. Uh, I don't have much. Um, he doesn't mean, know what he's talking Liverpool, about. Liverpool hasn't really been rumored. Uh, to like with any huge names, I guess. Um, although they really they could use an upgrade, maybe at center back. They have a nice young player, uh, Ragnar Klavan. He yep. played most of the season, um, young, but he's got a lot of potential. Um, hopefully, he'll be able to fill in there with uh, Joe Matip, who was a good signing. But they definitely need some more depth. I don't. Know of any speculation with them in terms of defense, but that's definitely their biggest need. But 
I did see a post <clears throat> on a Liverpool goals page that I follow on Instagram that nice. said that said uh, quote <coughs> Liverpool Football Club. I'm would, good. Okay, thanks. Uh, <laughs> Liverpool Football Club would like to put on record our regret over recent media speculation regarding Southampton Football Club and players. Yeah, this is illegal. They tampered between two clubs. They and tampered. Yeah, pretty much they tampered, and so it sounded like they were close to signing this player who. I'm not sure what position he was. Name center was, back. Oh, he's center back? Yep. Oh, okay. Well, that would have been amazing. Virgil van Dijk. So it just shows how so, bad wow, your team is. So, wow, they really botched that one. Yep, shows but, how bad um, your team is. Virgil van Dijk Great. is a Definitely. good center back. Yeah, team, van Dijk's so very really good. Stop there. Wow, that's a bummer. Yep. Um, that's, yeah. That's, yeah. That's really all I got there. Can I take over from there? Because, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, that slides right into what I think Arsenal needs. A center back. And Virgil van Dijk would be a good fit. Bermuda Sack is pretty fast, so. <laughs> shut, shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. If, if I could do. You know what? Don't no, 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 no. What do you have to say? I want to hear what you want to say. In, in FIFA, if I could take Bermuda Sacker and just throw him out of the game, I would. <laughs> I, him I the game. hate them. I hate him <clears throat> so much. Uh, Useless. Player, Useless. Sure. Anyways. Um, I think a better fit, though, at center back would be uh, Varane from Real. Oh. Which is How much is that going to cost? He's available. Uh, He's available? He's available. Wow. Um, Breaking news to me. I think it would cost a good chunk of change. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We definitely need to sign people. Do I think it's going to happen? Absolutely not, because, shocker, Fager's back. Yeah, what do you think about After not... Finishing in the top four. Are you happy? You're obviously not happy about no, this. No, I said he should be gone five years ago. So you would have fired him, or just straight up just the dude not? Dude is useless. Not not like he's literally wanted dead by like all of their fans. Like right. at, at their last couple home games, weren't they like pro, well, yeah. not protesting? But they had signs and stuff like went around. They and all that, like. they flew planes with with uh, like banners behind it that said um, sack. Wow. So clearly their um, owner has no clue what's going on. And right. <laughs> probably, even if they wanted uh, no idea. better players, I mean... He's a useless manager. It sounds like the owner is just... In so you're, so Arsenal is also looking for defense. Um, they are just center backs, I think. I think we have young outside backs that have potential, but that if that doesn't work out, we can work on that in the next transfer window. Um, what, do you think about, what do you think about Alexis? Yeah. Alexis is gone. No, wow. No doubt. Yeah, just why, why definitely. He wasn't starting by the end of the season, right? No, he was. He was? Yeah. I thought he was on the bench a lot. For... No. Why? Uh, what's the main reason behind him needing to leave? Um, because Arsenal didn't make Champions League. There's just... He, he just They're just not good enough. Yeah, I mean, I think he would go somewhere that's going to play in the Champions League. <clears throat> Chelsea. I mean, Tim's not... Entirely wrong with that. I could see him going to Chelsea, but that would be disappointing. I would just disappointing. I'd be so pissed. I'd I think so him pissed. going elsewhere would be nice, but whatever. I think we need someone to fill is he his linked, spot. Is he linked to anywhere else? I do not know. I just I said like I said earlier, Bayern Munich. I mean, I can see that. But I would think he play over. You would just play over Ribery. He would play either Ribery or Robin. One of them are hurt at any given time during the season. So <laughs> That's not no, you're not wrong. He he would play for them. And Ribery's pretty old. Um, yeah. Also, I think that Arsenal needs uh, another center midfielder that's going to create. Um, Santi Cazor- next to Santi? Yeah. Uh, and Jack Wilshire? Jack Wilshire's been gone for He's a while. Who's I think you 
Milner. No, that's Liverpool. No, no you're thinking of. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. He scored his first goal in the last game of the year. So. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. I need someone a little more offensive minded than that. So you need okay. next and next to Ozil and Santi. Well, what about Zaka? I dude, I, is Santi oh, even sure. playing anymore? I, Santi Cazorla is like one of the best. He was he was in, he was in, he was injured. Yeah, he was. But out. he's still is one he of the still, best center midfielders in the Premier League. Out. Is he still hurt? Oh, okay, so a little update, real quick. Not really an it's update, but like finished. a like a oh my god moment. Police are warning residents to keep away from bears after several sightings in Orchard Park. <laughs> Shit. Oh my. We're done. Lock the doors. Lock several. the doors. Several. So like. Several sightings of bears. Many bears. Wow. I was just in the woods today. Okay, back to Kyle. Could have died. Aaron Judge will blast the Kyles here. Head off. Um, also. I think they need a 20-plus goal scorer, maybe 25. And I'm thinking with Atletico Madrid getting that uh, transfer ban, um, maybe Lacazette. Okay. I can see it. That'd right. be awesome. So City is uh, with – City is kind of going along with all the other teams and needs a total overhaul in defense. Definitely going to have to spend over 100 million euros. <laughs> um to you know, reshape their defense. They're have been linked. Well, they just signed this guy Eduardo from um, Porto, I believe. Okay, I have no, I'm not sure where he. I <clears throat> don't know Sorry, for sure. I don't, I don't follow trash teams. Okay. All <laughs> oh, right. So they signed a uh, center midfielder from uh, Monaco named Bernardo, and they signed a goalkeeper. Um, so they're kind of starting that way. That they're filled those spots really quickly, but the main thing they need to do is re- revamp their defense. It's been linked to Kyle wait, Walker at outside back. They got another goalkeeper. What happened? Wait, what happened to Joe Hart? I don't know, yeah, man. Was, I've been saying that for like the best goalkeeper in Europe ever in the history. I've been of saying City. that for a year. I've been saying that for a year and a half. I've been pissed. I've been pissed. I've been pissed for a year and a half. But yeah, Claudio Bravo. I said on a uh, previous podcast that Claudio Bravo is the worst thing to happen to Man City in years. So, no, Torino, Torino, Torino. Yeah, I know, Tim. You know why Pop got rid of him, right? Because he's nowhere close to Manny Neuer, the best goalie in the world. Dude, that's just obvious. I'm not gonna debate. I'm not gonna debate. I'm not gonna debate. I'm not gonna debate that Joe Hart is Manny Noir. Um, so just to wrap up my point about City, um, they're gonna be linked to different defenders. Um, they need probably a center back that's just solid back there. If Vincent Company was actually consistently healthy, that'd be really nice. Um, but he's not, so they'll probably look for a center back. They're gonna be looking for outside backs. They've been like linked to Kyle Walker, as I said. Um, so we'll see what they do. You know, Sag is gone. Savalada is gone. Um, Clichy's gone. So they're going to have to revamp their defense and spend over 100 million euros there. So we'll see what they do. But um, very intrigued um, to see what happens. Is that you guys got anything else? Uh, I just want to add one thing. I forgot to say this about the finals talk. Darren Williams is absolute trash. Oh, brother. This guy <laughs> stinks. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Darren Williams is playing pitiful. Same oh, with Tristan Thompson. Never got to talk about how shit the refs were. Damn. Yeah, so Kyle thinks refs are bad. Breaking news. Um, but anyways, uh, big shout-out to all our people at Buffalo Sports Network. Um, download the app if you haven't already. You can hear us on Saturdays at 11, 2, and 7? 8? 8, I believe. Three times a day. Eight, three times a day on Saturday on Buffalo Sports Network. The app is BSN716. If you search that in the app store, you'll find it. Um, so big shout-out to them. Thanks for listening, and we will catch you next week. Oh,